This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. following platforms apple podcast google play spotify tune in stitcher soundcloud and podbean just search just the two of us podcast follow us on social media on facebook just the two of us podcast or on twitter we can be found at jttou podcast or follow us individually. You can find Steven at Nipsey, N-I-P-S-E-Y, or follow Tracy at Trayrific, T-R-A-Y-R-I-F-I-C. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thought you were going to hear from us ever again, didn't you? <laughs> People we're probably back. been wondering where we've been. Asking people, the streets were asking about the podcast. The streets were asking about us. Yeah, like, people were like, when are you going to do another podcast? When are you going to do another podcast? Oh, that's good. I'm glad people are, you know, out there waiting. Yeah, the and, five know, or six listeners we six. have out there, I'm glad people... We are happy. Uh, we're asking about it and inquiring mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, but we're back um, with the podcast for you guys. We haven't done one in quite a while just because, I don't know, there's been... Busy and mm-hmm. living life, you know. living life. Yeah, you know, podcasting is tough to do it consistently. So <laughs> yeah. I give props to those people who are like on it, right? One podcast a week or two. We are not. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. We 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 just do this for fun. And so we've we don't, seen some things too. We just haven't. We've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of movies, a lot of TV uh, shows. Yeah, we haven't talked about a lot of things. We saw on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, since the last time we did a podcast here, yeah. we saw Bond, we saw Thor, we, we saw, saw Thor. That's very Doctor recent. Strange. Doctor Strange. We saw, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ms. Marvel. Oh, right. We saw we like a ton of stuff. TV shows, yeah. So we've been watching a lot of stuff, but we haven't done a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. But it's your lucky day because we yes. have a podcast for you today. Yes. And we are going to talk about what, Tracy? Nope. Nope. Yes. Uh, we are going to uh, give our thoughts and, and talk about the Jordan Peele's third film, Nope, uh, just released. Uh, we just came back from the movie theater. We saw it. And yeah, we're going to give you, give you guys our thoughts. And uh, for this particular podcast, uh, it's going to be split up into two parts for, for you people. The first part is going to be spoiler-free. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, you can still listen to the first part of this podcast. And then after that, we're going to switch over into spoiler mode where we're going to talk about specific plot points and, mm-hmm. and characters and things that you know might spoil it for you if you hadn't seen the movie yet. But don't worry, we will give you fair warning when we switch over to spoiler mode. So mm-hmm. you guys don't have to worry about that. So if you have not uh, seen the film yet, you know, you can listen to the first part of this podcast and, and enjoy. Yes. Yeah, so uh, with that, let's start off with, uh, let's talk about Nope. Um, nope is, as I said before, Jordan Peele's third uh, film that he's mm-hmm. written and directed. First two are Get Out 
and us and this movie there's a this is a movie where there's a lot of um a lot of anticipation uh, mm-hmm. from when it was first announced and they had the poster and then the cast was announced and but people had no idea what it was about like it's mm-hmm. kind of like a secretive thing and I, and I like that I like that you know there's not too much information about this this film I hate nowadays where like a lot of films you just know so much about them going yeah. into them yeah one and, and then it's kind of like ruins the experience and mm-hmm. also I think the marketing was good where they, they kind of they hadn't shown too much of what it's really about. Yeah. You kind of think you know what it's about, but yeah. they, they, the marketing did a good job of not like, okay, this is, this is exactly what you're going to get. You know what it's about and, mm-hmm. you know, it takes away like the, you know, some of the pleasure of, of seeing the film. Right. I mean, definitely the first trailer. Yeah, the first trailer. Then there was a, an ex, kind of an extended trailer that came out that gave right. you a lot. Gave, but gave it was still kind of like, well, what is this about? <laughs> Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, as long as you're not someone who goes and then reads all the tweets and blogs and right. articles about things, like if you're just a person who's seen a couple of commercials and you know seen the print ads, you'd be like, okay, cool, yeah. I can get into that, and you you won't be spoiled. But if you're someone yeah. who likes to seek out all that information, like yeah, you probably mm-hmm. ha- might have a little bit more information about what's going on. But I don't recommend that. It takes away from the movie going experience. Like yeah. you know unplug yourself from the scene and just kind of go in fresh as mm-hmm. much as possible with movies. That's my, my recommendation to you guys. But uh, the movie stars Daniel Kalua, Kiki Palmer, Steve Yun, uh, Steven Yun, uh, and Brandon Perea. Uh, I would say those are four mm-hmm. main characters mm-hmm. um, in this film. And just to, just to say, like, this is Daniel Kalua's second movie with Jordan Peele. And I think Jordan Peele is kind of Liking his relationship with Daniel Kaluuya, like um, Martin Scorsese and De Niro, he's kind of mm-hmm. like you know this is guy, and he's gonna try to put him in stuff because he's got like a good like chemistry and vibe with him. Mm-hmm. So that's good that like, he's a repeat uh, a repeat uh, performer in this film. Mm-hmm. But the plot of the film is after like random objects like fall from the sky, uh, and after the death of. Um, Daniel Kaluuya's uh, character's father, uh, him and his sister, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's OJ and his sister is Emerald Haywood, uh, they attempt to capture, you know, video surveillance of some sort of object that they think, you know, is, you know, some weird goings on at their ranch. Mm -hmm. And they are essentially like a horse training, uh, you know, family where they mm-hmm. provide horses to Hollywood films and television shows. Mm-hmm. And they're like horse wranglers, uh, essentially. And in trying to like get, you know, figure out what's going on at their like horse ranch, they enlist the help of a of a tech salesman from mm-hmm. Fry's Electronics Store. He's kind of like, you know, uh, like a Best Buy Geek Squad guy. And, you know, funny thing, I wasn't sure Fry's was still in existence. Like when I lived in California, like I went to Fry's a few times with electronics, and it was like a like a big deal. It was like mm-hmm. a huge warehouse, all electronics. It was like basically Radio Shack on steroids. Right. But then I started seeing less and less about Fry's, mm-hmm. and then I thought they were gone. So it was kind of, or well, maybe they are gone. I don't know. Maybe like Jordan Peele brought them back specifically for this <laughs> show. But I feel like they 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 only have a, an online presence and not like a real store. But who knows? But Anyway, uh, that's like the general gist of the plot without trying to like ruin it or spoil it for you guys. Um, Tracy, what are your initial thoughts of the film? 
to be honest with you, I left the film not really certain what I saw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. That's very, like, I don't know, cryptic and I unsettling. No, well, I, if you take it. You can take it in a cryptic way if you'd like, but it's, I'm not trying to be cryptic. I'm trying to be real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it what it was. I and you know I I just I think if I'm not mistaken, I've missed some things. Like you know, watching a movie. I think I think I've missed some things. It was it, there was a lot. It was like a lot going on. It was very simple. Like I understood mm -hmm. the plot. Right. Okay? But that being said, just a little bit of what I've kind of looked at online since we've gotten home. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's a so, little bit deeper. Right. <laughs> so what it seems like I took it. For. <laughs> well, so, so what I'm hearing from you is this, yeah. this is a film that will require a second viewing. Probably. I would, I would yeah. say yes. Yeah, I, yes. I would think so too. Um, I probably got more of it than you, but mm -hmm. I'm sure yeah, there's lots of stuff I miss, like mm -hmm. little like themes, uh, undercurrents, and and you know metaphors and little nuances. Right, right. I probably missed as as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you've seen the film and we you keep listening when we get to the spoiler part of this, then I will. Yeah, Explain. we can talk. We can talk more about more that. about what I but, mean. Um, yeah, I, I can I I can see that. Mm -hmm. um, I yeah, I mean Jordan Peele is someone who, in his short writing and directing uh, feature film career, mm -hmm. is someone who obviously likes to play around with like little Easter eggs and and sure. and, and metaphors and themes and things. So it's not surprising that this is another film that has a lot of like deeper meaning. Yeah. Um. But that said, I still don't think it was, you know, confusing or anything. Yeah, no, you know, I wasn't right, confused. Right, yeah. It, I don't want something like that clear to yeah, people. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not confused. I don't think it's a confusing storyline. I think it's very, 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 very straight to the point. Um, I just, it, I, like, I can't talk about it because <laughs> I need to, like, explain. Right. But, yeah, anyway, I think, yeah, if you go see it, like, you're not going to be confused. Yeah, um, I think... Um, it, it it's a movie where there's there's a lot going on with the different characters, um, mm -hmm. the brother and sister OJ and Emerald, and um, the the character um, played by Steve Young, Stephen Young, uh, Ricky Park. Um, he's like the guy who like runs this kind of like attraction out in the desert. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not there, explain that. There, there's a, there's, yeah. yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot going on there, but. Uh, one thing I think that's it's I think it's clear, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say, is everyone, most people in, in the film, most of the characters, mm -hmm. um, the main characters are. It seems like they're looking for they're like big break. They're looking okay, for right, fame sure. in some way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you have Emerald who. You know her introduction to to the film is you know Kiki Palmer comes in like a you know like a firecracker and and, and comes mm -hmm. right into the film and you know she's talking to uh, some people on the film set and right. and she's like well 
you know, this is what we do. We're the Haywood Ranch. Mm-hmm. We got all this stuff. And also, as an aside, I write, I direct, I yeah. ride motorcycles or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, her like, whole spiel. Right. She's supposed yeah. to be there, like, you know, working in the capacity of, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the horse wrangler business that her family has. But then also she tries to slip in that, like, what she does is all this other she's stuff. All, so, yeah. so she's someone who's kind of like looking she's for fame. Jill um, of all trades, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's like something that you, I would say it's a cliche or a trope. I don't know if it's really true, but what I've heard people say about LA and Hollywood in general, mm-hmm. like everyone's there trying for fame. So, yeah. so people, everyone's trying to do something. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get into business somehow. So it kind of like makes sense for them to be like this, this family who provides mm-hmm. horses for movie and television productions, but then also she's trying to do her own thing. And I think that's a, that's a theme that's undercurrent throughout the, the film. Right. Um, but specifically to what I like, I mean, I like that aspect, but I liked, I thought it was a very well done film. I feel like yeah, yeah. Jordan Peele feels he's much more self-assured as a director. Uh, it's a much better directed film than mm-hmm. Get Out um, in the sense of like, you know, the pacing and a lot of the shots and the cinematography, like he he knows what he wants and you can see it on screen. Like, you know, he's directing like with some confidence, mm-hmm. not that he wasn't before, but obviously like as far as feature films, Get Out was like his first directing job. So this is someone who's like, okay, I've done this a couple of times already. I'm mm-hmm. getting really good at this. Yeah. Um, I thought the film was very... Uh, it it was it was creepy and and scary and unsettling yeah. and, at times. Like if it's definitely uh, one of those films where it's really yeah, it it could be creepy and scary. I will say that I was not wanting to go see this because I don't do horror, and I have somehow been I've somehow been convinced by my husband to see all three of Jordan Peele's movies. Um, I didn't go see Get Out at first and right. I saw that on TV and then I was like okay then we went and saw Us and I was terrified to go see that because I just don't do horror I just don't like anything so this I was like I, I don't want I was like nope I don't want to see this see, <laughs> I told him yesterday I, know. I don't want to go see but see that's the thing I already bought the ticket so she can back out <laughs> so I can back out but after all these years of being together she should know that I would not steer her wrong yeah. I wasn't gonna I'm not gonna take her to see like an an openly straight up scary film. Like yeah. we're not gonna see Halloween ends. We're not gonna see paranormal paranormal <laughs> no, activity. activity or anything of that. Like well, that's this, definitely way beyond me. But, but it's funny yeah. for someone who doesn't like horror, we sit up here and watch evil every Sunday on I Paramount don't know Plus. Why that 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 doesn't bother me. <laughs> Evil well, can be scary at times, but it is it yes. is scary, and it it is. It's not as as graphic. It's getting you know, it's not graphic violence, but it's really yeah, it's really not like that. But it's terrifying and it unsettling terrifying. With demons. And it's getting more so. I feel like as well because <laughs> with Paramount Plus, like the the all the the, the handcuffs and restrictions are off. They don't right. have to go by the same broadcast standards they would right. with CBS. So they can do, <laughs> do a little bit more. But that's one thing about this movie as well is it's definitely not. Not nearly as gory. It's not a as gory the, as the first two films no, that Bill no. Peele has made. Like, right. I mean, especially something like Us, where it's like it was basically kind of like a slasher flick. Yeah, with people getting killed yeah. and whatnot. This um, is not that. This is not that. I mean, there's some like you know there is some stuff that kind of happens that's <laughs> kind of gory, but not like this. not not to the same extent. As yes, the, right. As the other it's, films, it's 
it's light gore. It's right. Gore yeah, it, it's very light gore, but most of it is it's kind of. I you, could handle it, so. Yeah, so if Tracy can handle yeah. it, then I'm sure most people and can I, handle it. But rest assured, I mean, be, be, let me be clear, though. Mm-hmm. I was still, like, scared. I was definitely, you know, there are jump scares in the movie for sure. And so, yes, that right. that is not my jam, which is why I don't see horror. So this, I was still jumpy. But that said, it was... Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I I still don't know what I watched. Not that I was confused. I just, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's something that you have to uh, unpack. Yes, it's that. It's definitely that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like the deeper meaning of it all, I didn't catch it on the first go. (laughs) I don't know what that says. This is more about me than about the film. Because other people, like I said, did a little bit of searching on the old tweet box and people got it and loved it. Like there, there's a lot of praise for this movie thus far I've seen and people, people got it. And I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. They didn't say what, what it was. So I was not, yeah. you know. And I think with, with Jordan Peele, like I like how in his career, because he's written each of these films as well, is like they're all different. Yeah. And, and it, it's it, they're different in what he's trying to accomplish, like the type of stories trying trying to tell. And it's it and it's funny because you know with Get Out, Get Out was such like a breakthrough film that it kind of created a whole new genre of like you know racial horror so to speak it's hard to describe but now you know it's like movies where you know it's not just a horror movie it's like a horror movie that specifically speaks to you know black people's place in america and how they're treated and it's been like knocked off since then like annabellum is one um um you know it's it's a few others that's come out tv show uh, them right the 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 them the them movie uh television series that came on uh amazon prime um so there's there's stuff like that and and yeah. coincidentally we uh <laughs> we saw the the trailer before this movie of another movie that's in that same vein not, uh, not horror no but, but it, no, it was kind of like a horror movie like are they promoting I didn't feel like they were promoting or it like a that. thriller, but what was it called? The the invitation was it called? The oh, invitation? you're talking about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the invitation, and it's like wow, like this, oh yes, yes. Oh, where, I, I completely just like blanked on that. Right. What the, yes. With, oh my god, that's definitely going to be a trip. Right. With Masande. Yes. Masande, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Natalie Emmanuel. Yeah, it's like essentially like oh, a a a mixed race woman like comes and. You know, join. You know, finds out that she has like white family members, yeah, and she like goes to England visit or something. some famous or rich family yeah. members, and then it all turns into oh like my God. some crazy that, vampire blood licking weird August? thing. Yeah, that comes yeah. out. So he, he Jordan Peele kind of like created this whole genre yeah. of that. But just but it's funny how people are probably going to continue to you know kind of ascribe that. Uh, you know that label to his like films after yeah, that. Even right. though Get Out was the only one like that, like yeah, Us wasn't like that. Us wasn't like that. This is not like that. There's yeah. no like you know 
allegory for living in a, as a black person in America and then like a, a horror element or yeah. or thriller element like not really so it's it's funny people want to throw that label around but like he only did one movie like that each of these three films have been really different and yeah. I think kind of inventive yeah and you know I appreciate that yeah no uh, totally I yeah I hate that people just he comes out with one film like that and like now that's his thing. In fact, I saw a comment on on Twitter just a few minutes before we started this, and it was somebody was kind of like, "Oh, what is this about race?" And I'm like, "Like, why no. do people do that? Why do we like stop being stupid? Like, that's just stupid. I'm calling people stupid these days because there are a lot of stupid people out there. Yeah, I know, I know, but yeah. there are people who just do and say stupid things and dumb things. Like, why would you just say that? Like, have you been?" seen the other movies have you even no, seen that no. movie i mean as i said like people just base off of one off of one film and think that's all he does and like no yeah, it, it, it's dumb. not i mean <laughs> obviously for you have to address race in, in some respect mm-hmm. if you're going to have a care a, a film with these like you know black characters mm-hmm. um you know, especially in prominent roles, like it's not something you can ignore. And, yeah, and race right. is talked about in the film. I mean, right. It starts off with um, Kiki Palmer's character talking about like the f- the first motion picture was the man on horse. Yeah, it was a black picture. Man. It was a black man who was mm-hmm. depicted riding a horse. He's from the Bahamas, I believe. She said, mm-hmm. and you know, she basically laid that laid it down. I was like, kind of yeah. like, yeah. Black people have been part of Hollywood since the very inception of Hollywood. Right, exactly. So there's there's some elements of that, but it's not like the entire focus a, of, yeah. of of the film. It's not a race common racial commentary film by any means. Right. So. so, but before we get into the the spoiler part of the show, um, I ask you overall, what did you think of the film? Like, if you were to give it a grade, okay, a, a letter grade, sure. What would you give it? I would, I would give it a B, and I could change that based on if I figure mm-hmm. out what right. I watched. <laughs> what you watch? <laughs> yeah, you go back and figure it out. And yeah. you know, really, it's it's just a certain part of it of the film that I'm just kind of like, how did that fit in, and what is what is all that about? But there was definitely a part of the movie where I was like. I was into it. Like, I was like, this is good. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, I'd no. give it a strong, I'd say a B plus B. Okay. But yeah, I I was like really like into it. And I did not expect to be into it given like, again, the jumpy mm-hmm. thrilling, thriller part of it. And I do like suspense, mind you. I do like suspense. I'm just not like a horror suspense right. person. I like suspense and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Love stuff that makes you think. I love that. So anyway, yeah. Once it kind of got, you know, I kind of got through that. I was like, yeah, this is real. I'm into this. Like, what's gonna happen? I was into it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would agree. I would give it a B plus. Yeah. Uh, I really in- enjoyed it for the aforementioned reasons of it just being, you know, I thought it was a much more assured uh, directing job by him. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the story was, it was both, you know, creative, but also familiar. Mm-hmm. It kind of plays on some of the, you know, previous films that, you know, famous films that we've seen that kind of play with the same mm-hmm. concept or plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would definitely give it like 
a B plus. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, performances were were good. Yeah. You know, you know, Key Palmer was great. Was great. You know, yeah. so I give it a, a B plus also. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so um, right. that's our our non spoiler review. Yes. Um, so right now we're gonna go we're gonna get into the spoiler part, and <laughs> if you have not seen the film yet, you <laughs> might want to not listen to this part and maybe come back later. Yeah. Or if you don't mind spoilers, there's some people who don't even care about that kind of stuff. Well, they're not gonna see the movie. They're not gonna they're see not the gonna movie see and they movie. don't care. But they're listening <laughs> because they want to hear our voice and they love us so much. And we appreciate <laughs> and we you. We appreciate you. <laughs> So if that's the case, uh, yeah, then, you know, we're going to the spoiler part right now. Right now. Spoilers. 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 Okay, so. There's a lot going on in the film. Ah, so much going on. There's much going on. Yeah. Um, But there's certain things I think we we could talk about, we should talk about. like. You know, I'm interested in knowing because you know we've decided. You know, we're gonna we're kind of trying to mix things up now with our uh, with our reviews and recaps of films. We're gonna like break down different little segments and different things we have on on the film. And the first thing we're gonna go on, or we're gonna talk about, is what was like the most rewatchable scene in the film. Like what fi- yeah. what scene. It was a scene where I was like, wow, this is really good. I could watch this again and again and again. Ooh. For you, what was your most rewatchable scene? Oh, boy. Uh, you might have to go first on this. I have to think about <laughs> I know. It's tough because it, was, it, it wasn't uh, a film that had any specific, like, short scenes that were yeah. good. I, and, I, and I think that the movie, I think that shows how good it was as a film where... It wasn't any distinct. It didn't feel like it was a bunch of distinct scenes like strung together. It yeah. felt like a whole movie. It was very continuous. Right. It kind of feels there like was a great flow to this. I movie. think of it like as an, a great album. Like a great album mm-hmm. doesn't just have like oh, it just has like these these hot singles and these individual songs. It's like the whole album kind of like flows together, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's there. It's not about. Each individual part is about the like the sum of the whole part and like the aggregate feeling you get from the you know the aggregate of the of the content. So yeah. I feel the same thing with this film where it wasn't like oh that's a great scene you know that's a great scene like something like Pulp Fiction is like oh yeah the the the, the diner scene was like oh that's a great scene or the the scene at you know at the house or the yeah. the, the, the gold watch scene. No, this is more of like the whole thing was good. But if I if I were to pick a most rewatchable scene for okay. me that I really yeah. enjoy, I really like the climax scene at the end uh-huh. where they're trying to, um, you know, the showdown with the alien monster right. that's like flying around, right? Um, because it was like it it, it was just, it, it, it was it was shot very well, yeah, and for people who. And I'm assuming you've seen it already because you're listening to this part. Like, I've heard that, like, this is a movie that should be seen in IMAX. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying because 
of the the grand scale of the shots of the of the aliens mm-hmm. flying around and mm-hmm. and the sky and it would be a great film to see in IMAX. Maybe yeah. it's something we could do if we want yeah, to see it again in yeah, yeah. IMAX. Um, but I think that was shot like very well and there's a lot of tension in the scene where they're trying to get video of the you know of the bean or whatever it's called the. Yeah. Well, what do we call it? I don't know. Jean, they call it a jean ja- jacket. Jean jacket. Yeah. A jean jacket. Um, <laughs> and and their, you know, their whole, like, plan. Like, I just, yeah. you know, I, I thought it was, like, cool and that interesting. Cool. And I didn't know where they were going with it also. Like, I didn't know, because I was thinking, okay, they got on video. Like, or getting, they got it recorded on film. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, so then what's their end game after that? Like, how are they going to, like, stop this thing? And then, yeah, when, yeah, you know, yeah. when Emerald went to Jupiter's claim... Yeah, and like let, let off the like the, the giant balloon that's like a little cartoon version of uh, of Jupe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, that's what they're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it was interesting. I didn't know what they were going to do, and then like, you know, oh, okay, because I'm thinking like, okay, the movie's going to end somehow. Like, they gotta stop this thing or not stop it, but yeah. something has to happen besides, okay, we got on, on film. Yeah, and, and I honestly didn't know that they were going to try to really stop it. Like, I really thought that their whole plan was just to get it on video and and then, but to, obviously they got to stop it, right? I don't know why I thought that. Like, well, yeah, they no, were just I, trying to Well, I agree, because they, they the didn't, film, they didn't mention that they wanted to stop it. And plus, I was thinking like, how are they going to stop it? Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, what was their plan? Because, like, yeah, you get in a video, but, like, this thing is still going like to fly around. It's sucking up everything. It's sucking up everything. Like a freaking uh, Roomba. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what's, what are you going to do? So. Yeah. But that whole climax, like, that, that was yeah, cool. Or, that was our rewatchable scene. Another rewatchable scene. Actually, okay. I just thought of it. You might, you might think this might be a rewatchable scene for yourself. You can take it if you want to. Was <laughs> when... That one, the night when it came, yeah, and then like after it already sucked up all the people from Jupiter's claim, yeah, and you know, uh, Emerald and Angel in the house, and then um, OJ's driving back, and then like the 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 monster is just like dropping everything everything, on the house. And then, like the blood starts yeah. dripping on the side I was of the house. Of that scene. I'm like, yo. But that also is like, ugh, because I'm not into that. That was like, <laughs> I was. But wild. I was very scared. Like that yeah. was very like tense. I was like, what is happening? I thought body parts were gonna start. Oh coming my out. gosh! Like and Angel was shook though. That dude, he, was shook. he ran through, grabbed the knife. He's like, yo. He was really <laughs> unexpectedly good. I don't know that guy. That guy. Um, his name is Brandon Perea. Yeah, what did and somebody just say? All he's from? the ladies love him. Like when they showed pictures from the note premiere oh, the on cast. Twitter. Yeah, the showing the, the, the cast. cast pictures from the note he premiere on Twitter. Different. Everyone was like, "Who is that? Who yeah. is that?" Like all the women were thirsting over that dude. He looks completely different. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's what he looks like. But no, um, what did somebody say he's from? Oh, he's from that show OA. The OA, I guess. Oh, so mm. that's where he's from. But anyway, so I don't know that show. But anyway, he was very good. Like he, the way he was under that table, he scared. He, yeah. I was scared because he was scared. Yeah, he was shaking. He had the knife in his hand and just like shaking. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, oh my god. And it's, like, and it's so funny because like 
I mean, he's got the knife, but it's like, bro, what are you going to do with that the knife? The knife, right? <laughs> but, but I ain't mad at him because, like, I would do the same thing. Like, what am I going to do in that situation? Yeah. Like, wh- where do I what go? What do you do? Like, right. you know, it's like, it's like some alien monster ship thing is, like, hovering over the house. Yeah. And it's, like, dropping oh, stuff. That and it's was like, wild. That was a wild scene. I, I wouldn't say it's my most rewatchable, but it was yeah. just, a, like, a crazy yeah i don't know if i have a rewatchable at this point in time because like you said there isn't anything like really distinct uh like distinct sections of the movie where you can kind of take it it's all so long and continue you know i mean this this isn't a i wouldn't say it's rewatchable yeah but <laughs> I, I don't want to rewatch it but when they finally get to telling the story of the tv show and what happened yeah man dude like Oh, see that was that, I, that you on the edge of your seat for that. You were like, what? I mean, I, I, I was, was scared. Was, no, like, I was not on the edge of my what's seat. What's going on with this? Like, <laughs> like the you know what Jordan Pill did in this movie that was very. This is something that creeps me out when he did it very well with this scene where you hear like I didn't even know that dad was still alive, right? So you yeah. see the woman and she's like, you right. know, laying on the ground. Laying on the ground, the monkey goes after the woman again. Uh, not a monkey, it's a chimpanzee. It was a chimpanzee. There's a difference. I don't think there is. There is a difference between monkeys and chimpanzees. I don't they're know. They're both primates, but they're, they're, they're different kinds of primates. There's monkey, there's chimpanzee. Oh, chimpanzee may be an ape. There's orangutan, well. I can't remember. Hey, I took anthropology, primate, social behavior. I know all the differences. I just can't remember right okay, now. Okay, and I saw that Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston. And I know about that orangutans, gorillas, and chimps, all right? I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. Anyway, so the chimp, he's sitting there. But then, like, the dad comes down the stairs. And I'm like, bro, why are you coming down the stairs? he's even... I was like, why is he even going after this monkey? Why isn't he going to call like animal control or somebody to come and help him with this monkey? He goes, and the quietness, what I want to say is there was the quietness of that scene, even though there's talking, like he's, he goes after the monkey, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you notice, like, you know, he's talking and he's like, Gordy, Gordy. And, and there's noise. He's running around the the chimpanzee is chasing after him but do you notice this stillness because yeah. it's coming from the perspective of Jupe. yeah Jupe. and he's like trying to hold his breath and be quiet yeah and it's like whole that is terrifying to me like that was so well yeah, done done yeah that i won't watch that again but that <laughs> was an that... excellent yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Mm. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it's like, and it's on the surface, you 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 don't see how that whole thing with Gordy, you know, plays into the the greater themes of the film. Mm. But if you think about it deeper, like it it does in the sense of like Jupe is already like. He's already he's already stared in the face of like death in yeah. a way, you know what I'm saying? Right. So later in the film, yeah. when he's an adult and he's facing like the alien mm. that's coming and, and sucks up everybody, when when that's the like he kind of he just looks up and he he's like, like he's, he's resigned, yeah. you know? He's he's resigned to the fact that alien's gonna come. He's not even flinching about it. So yeah. in a way, I think that's what it was. But it was like the whole Gordy story was like 
like totally random and it was kind of like wow okay. and yeah if we get around to talking about that i that's one of the things and like what what was the point of that like how does this add to the film like what, what are we supposed to take from that to connect to the greater story well let, let's let's, let's so get to that then i mean questions that need cool, the next segment questions is, that need answers questions that need yes, that is, what does that whole situation because it was what well, i think I, I think the whole purpose i think Jordan Peele just thought he maybe he just had this idea mm-hmm. uh, of of a a chimp on a on a '90s sitcom going crazy, and he just like you know he probably just had that idea floating his head and doesn't wasn't sure where to put it yeah. and thought like oh wait a minute maybe that will work in this script I'm writing yeah. for this alien you know film yeah. and and he kind of worked it in there and and like I said I think it's more I think it's specifically because uh, it just kind of shows you. Who Jupe is? It gives yeah. you the idea. Well, his backstory, backstory, right? Backstory <laughs> on on him. He's a former child actor, um, and now he's probably at this point. He's trying to, as like I mentioned before, people are trying to get fame. He's trying to like maintain some level of fame by running this Jupiter's claim, you know, mm-hmm. attraction place out mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert. And I think it gives his backstory, and and, and just also shows like how. He's not shook by an alien <laughs> because of yeah. what he saw that chimp, and it probably just it probably really affected him greatly. Which would to me, if you saw that chimp going around killing people, you know, so maybe that's. But then we see the shoe in the middle of the room standing up. Right. So what's that about? I don't know. I can't even. I'm not that's even gonna I'm guess saying. on that. Like I... I have no idea. Like how did that? connect to things is well, that like his reasoning for like why that chimp went crazy because there is some sort of energy there at play or it could be gotten to this it could be a situation like what jordan peele said about the fruit loops and get out get out when some people said uh <laughs> you know the the what's her face's character allison williams right yeah, allison right. Williams. her character like you know separated the fruit loops from the milk because she didn't want the colors mixing with the white right, yeah. and then jordan peele said like uh no nah. nah, i just thought it was cool <laughs> i yeah. just thought it was a cool thing to show to show how weird she is right and people like came up with these gr- great backstory on like I why know. they're doing that so maybe that's another situation with this shoe situation maybe there's no deeper thoughts to it maybe it's not a metaphor for anything maybe it's just like he thought it would be kind of cool and unsettling for jupe to sit there and see that the shoe is kind of just sitting floating up, just it wasn't floating I mean, it was on the floor it was on the floor but it was just standing yeah up standing straight up like, yeah standing straight up yeah but so maybe he just thought that would be cool shot the show and just makes you you know step into the well, shoes so to speak of jupe of being like wow that's like weird like this is so crazy right now this whole situation. Yeah, I don't know. Well. That's very strange. But that was one of the biggest questions I had and why I kind of walked away from this movie. Like, what what, what was this? Yeah. Because I'm like, that to me is like the piece, the puzzle piece that puts this all together. Oh, the, the for, shoe is the for, puzzle piece that puts it all well, together for you. Well, that whole scene. I mean. And him having that story and getting to this point in his life where he's like doing this like, Hey, guess yeah. what I guess what he's an alien. Well, I, I'm thinking like, um yeah, I, I would say I don't disagree with you. Like it might mean something. I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised 
if it doesn't mean anything, and he was just was Jordan Peele yeah, was just no, saying, I, yeah. I just thought it looked cool. Sure. But I mean, yeah, that's something like we would have to explore and see what's you know much more diligent Twitter <laughs> movie yeah, reviewers I, I are. Yeah, I now will have you know, to go and explore this on Twitter. And see what the other people say. What other people say because no, there were a couple comments that were just like, "What? Right? What is, what is going on?" <laughs> now, for me, like. What well, is your question? The question he's answering yeah. is, who is the woman in the wheelchair, the motorized wheelchair, Jupiter's claim? Yeah. The one who looked like she was like an alien. And right. like one thing that was good about the, the marketing uh, that I mentioned before, because in the second set, uh, second phase of marketing, they show that woman. And then they also show like uh, Gordy's hand, like reaching out under the table. And the, right. and the fist bump thing, fist yeah. bump thing. and in both instances, the way the marketing presented it, it made people think, okay, these are aliens, right? Like that woman's an alien, and she's sitting in a crowd. Right. That that hand coming through is like another alien hand. When like obviously it wasn't, but I'm thinking that the woman is like the girl, the girl, the little girl from the sitcom. I just time. like got it. You just got it. See. Oh my god. That's what I thought at the time, cause she, I think she had a Cause shirt her on. Mouth is like. Yeah, and I think she had a shirt with a the, Gordy shirt. I think yes, it was a Gordy shirt. Yes. And I'm thinking it's the girl from the sitcom. Like I guess Gordy just effed her up. Like you know, chimps can like rip off faces and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she so, had like no bottom lip, right? Right. Like, it was so like, I'm thinking that's what that woman was a little girl grown up, and Gordy like did that to her, and. If that is the case, if that, I mean... You know what's weird? Because I, I thought that woman was like a light-skinned black woman. But I don't think so. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm just Did saying... Did she not look like she was kind of black? I thought nah. she was kind of black. Nah. No? No. Huh. Okay, okay, I, okay, fine. I, I disagree with you on that. You can. I, I thought. Yeah. I'm mistaken. Yeah. You, you don't have to disagree. Just say, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, fine. But... Um, I was gonna say that if if that is you know if that is supposed to be the girl from the Gordy sitcom and that makes this even darker and sadder. Because well, well, who do we think that was the foot? The foot was it the girl or the or the mom? Well, it was the mom. Yeah, I think it was. The, I think it was the mom. But Ooh, we're seeing the legs, right? Okay, I'm just guessing maybe like separately the Gordy got the got to the girl. But either way, if it is the girl, I'm just thinking this is even more sadder and, and dis- distressing, like what happened to her and everyone else at Jupiter's claim. It's like, dog, this girl's like got her face torn up by a chimp when she was like right. on a TV show. Right. And then like 26 years later, she's like sucked up into like the mouth of some like alien like blob that flies in the sky and all the other 40 people there and i'm like dog that's messed up man like all those people are gone yeah they are it's like that's kind of when you think about it like that's kind of that's kind of scary you know yeah, think about it's it like definitely scary so that's that's my question that needs answering um who is the woman in the wheelchair in the wheelchair right yeah but i have another like lesser question needs to be answered oh, okay though and it's it's related to the whole Jupiter's claim thing where people like all 40 people got sucked up because that was like the news report like what happened to these 40 people and right. at the climax when you know 
Emerald goes to ride the motorcycle to Jupiter's claim and tries to take the picture and release right. the big balloon. Why weren't there more people at Jupiter's claim? Like the police and media? I mean, 40 people disappeared like Roanoke, Virginia. And I would think there would be a, like a huge investigation going on where, I don't know, maybe there's like 100 investigators on site trying to figure out why did these 40 people disappear? Like that place was abandoned. Well, yeah, they had the police tape. That's what she wrote. There right, they had police tape. police tape. But I'm just wondering what the time frame of. We don't, we don't really get a good sense of time. That's one. I feel like this time frame was like within a couple, of, a day or two, because mm, the, okay. the 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 uh, cinematographer was, you know, he watched the news story. Okay, right. About this, and then that's when he was like, "Oh man, like this Emerald, like mm-hmm. she she's not full of BS. Right. Like let me call her up." And try to get this shot, this impossible shot situation. So mm-hmm. I think it's within a couple of days. So I'm just okay. saying, like, I don't understand why there wasn't like crawling Please. with like investigators yeah. and people trying to piece together why 40 people disappear. I mean, at the very end, they showed some of the media show up, but that was kind yeah, of that's weird. At the very end, at the and very I was end, like, how did they know to go? Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that, that was weird. That, that that wasn't good. I didn't like that part, but it was such a minor part that I'm not even going to quibble I mean, about it. There was no. Sh- yeah, I was like, there's no streaming of anything, right? Like, they yeah, were, yeah they I, weren't. I don't know why the media shows up at the very end, but it was, but essentially yeah. that whole area was like abandoned, which made no sense to me. Like, they had it, like, even if the, if the, why aren't there any police like guarding? Why no police guarding? The, I, and you know how the media is. The media, like 40 people just disappeared, vanished out of thin air. You know the media is going to be all over that story. Right. Like everyone's going to be there, man. Lester Holt, Brian Williams, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Like everyone's going to be there, right? Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like, uh, that was kind of weird. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. What would you say, moving on? Mm-hmm. What was the, in your opinion, the best quote from mm-hmm. the film or best line or something that you thought was memorable that you really liked? Well, it's, I can't remember it, but it was funny. <laughs> this is what that girl said to Angel in the store. Like when she's eating the chips. And uh, she's uh, yeah. like, well, I can't remember what she said, but it was funny. And I feel bad because this is supposed to be something I shouldn't remember. I should have remembered. But like whatever she said, okay, eating well, the chips. If, if, if anyone remembers what the girl said to Angel yeah, in the store. Yeah, it, it was that. That was funny to me. Well, yeah. Um, I know what you're saying, but I remember that. What I found funny was um, Emerald, mm-hmm. when <laughs> when she, when Ghost, the, the ghost horse ran away. It's a white horse named oh, Ghost. Oh, where are you going? And she said, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, and then like, uh, OJ looks at her like, oh, wait, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <why laughs> yeah. There were a lot of little moments like that in the movie that were funny, I think. Um, <laughs> like, where are you going? Yeah. Yeah, that was like, that was like the best quote for me. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, there's a, well, let's, let's talk about, um, like I said, this movie was like highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, film is people's like, what's Jordan Peele's next film going to be? And I remember, you know, when it's, the stuff started coming out about it, and he says, "Oh, Daniel Kaluuya is going to be it. Kiki Palmer is going to be in it. Like, cool. And Stephen Young. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this this cast is rounding up nicely. Um, but uh, I found out there's a, you know, for this segment called casting what ifs. Okay. And 
for this, that we just talk about well, someone else could have been well, cast in certain yeah. in certain roles, mm-hmm. and I found out that Jesse Plemons, mm. uh, aka Meth Damon <laughs> from Breaking Bad, aka Mister Kristen Dunst, uh, he was offered a role in the film, but he had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts with Martin Scorsese's new film. Mm. So he's he's joining. Um, yeah, the next film with Martin Scorsese and he couldn't do it mm-hmm. but Jesse Plemons was going to be in the film and I, I don't think it's clear what role he was going to play uh, it's speculation that he would have played the same role that Steve Stephen Young okay. uh, played of being like the, the former child star okay. um, but I'm think you know I don't know I feel like that's what speculation is I feel like uh, Jordan Peele probably actually wanted Stephen Young for that role. Yeah. I, I think Jesse Plemons probably would have... He could have played, like, the role of Angel, like the tech mm-hmm. guy. Oh, sure. Because he plays... Jesse Plemons is good at playing, like, kind of weird, oddball weird, guys. Yeah. And then he could have been, like, the weird, oddball tech guy, tech guy. from the electronics store. Yeah. So I, I see him being that role. But it's not clear mm-hmm. uh, what role he was going to play. But it's just, it's just interesting to think of, of Jesse Plemons uh, being in the film. Mm-hmm. Um... That's also kind of a little known fact about the film. Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like that's a little known fact. It like, is a little known know fact. If anybody knows that, but yeah. Um, which leads us to our next segment. Did you know? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> our, our next segment is Did you know? And this is like little known facts about the film. And here's, you know, what did you know is Did you know that. Uh, for Emerald's like monologue when she first enters the film and yeah. and, and and you know talks about the the Haywood uh, legacy of providing horses mm-hmm. to the film industry, that uh, Kiki Palmer shot fourteen takes of Emerald's monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I did know that. I just saw that. Yeah, so it was initially was not in the script uh, prior to principal photography, but they stuck it in there, mm-hmm. and um, you know Jordan Peele described the each take as like very wildly different mm-hmm. um, where she was just improving and she was just yeah. doing different things. And so they shot it 14 different times and they couldn't cut it to, to, to use parts of each monologue. Mm. So they probably, I think they just picked one of one, them and yeah. went with that because it was, you know, so each thing she did was so different. And then he really liked that. Uh, another little known fact for, for people is, uh, Jordan Peele considered titling this, this film "Little Green Men," mm-hmm. um, and that would be in reference to the to the whole theme about mm-hmm. the monetization of spectacle, where you know theme is Jupiter's claim and Jupe is trying to make money off of this UFO UFO sighting thing, and he has his whole mm-hmm. park involved in, in his little yeah. attraction. Emerald and OJ are trying to make money because they're trying to capture this on film and maybe right. they'll get interviews and, and TV deals and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they're trying to like make money off the spectacle. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of like the same with the cinematographer who's in search of the impossible shot. Um, so the little green men is in reference to that theme where, you know, money. Right, money, yeah. Money contains this little green men. Right. <laughs> old old uh, men are, old dead men are on the on the dollar bills. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's interesting. I don't think that was, I'm glad he didn't go with little green men. Yeah, I'm glad too, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Nope is, 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 is a catchier mm-hmm. title. It's more it's little, iconic. A little edgy. A little edgy. Yeah. It kind of, it, it, it launches, you know, it, it brings us memes and things we can joke about. Yeah. And I think something called little green men kind of like, 
it kind of takes you out of it because like part of the appeal of nope uh, was like not knowing what it was about going in, right? Yeah, going into it. Yeah, and if you title it Little Green Man, then f- from the jump, people are going to just assume mm-hmm. it's something involving aliens, right? Right, and yeah. then also because it's called Little Green Man, that's kind of like a I don't know, it's not like a good, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of too on the nose as a title and kind of yeah. and kind of kitschy. Yeah. You know, like something yeah, yeah, from the yeah. 50s or 60s yeah. when it was the sci-fi movies, they would say, oh, Little Green Man are landing on the planet. Right, I agree, yeah. So I'm glad that he didn't go with Little Green Man. Yeah, Nope is great. Yeah, like I think it, I think it's a good, good title. I mean, it's kind of like Us was a great title because even though you kind of start getting a feel through the trailers maybe, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it, it was, I don't know, it just, it just was a great title to me. Us, right. You know, but yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, so I think that's most of most what of we want to talk about. I yeah. mean, we could finish up with uh, our last segment for like MVP, like you the real MVP. You the real MVP. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like totally. KD. Yeah, best performance. Um, definitely Kiki. You like Kiki Baby? That's Kiki Palmer. So, yeah, I agree. I thought like Kiki Palmer, like the the yeah. MVP, like her character was was both loud, energetic, obnoxious, and also like funny. Yeah, and you know, like she really, in a way, I think she was like the proxy for the audience in in a way. Like mm-hmm. she was kind of like it. She's not. She wasn't formally like the the. The point of view character for the audience right but she kind of represented like how a lot of us might feel or react in the film right exactly you know compared to anyone else like right. she was kind of like how most people probably would act in that in that situation yeah and i think she did a, like a really good job of that yeah i feel like i mean i've you know we she's been everywhere lately but like you know when she's just doing interviews and stuff like that's who i saw on screen just her, just bubbliness, light, you know, she's just so, you know, carefree, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just so open and like, I, I could see her saying a lot of these things in the, from the movie in real life <laughs> in response to watching this movie. So it was like, yeah, it's almost like, it like natural. Very it's natural. like the role was like written for her yeah. in a way. I don't know if he wrote it for her. He definitely wrote the the role. Jordan Peele wrote the role of OJ for Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he said that, but it's it's almost as if he wrote the role for Kiki Palmer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like I can't see who else could have played it. You know, if that was the kind of feel he wanted from that character, like this, you know. You know how she was. She was just like, oh, hell no. You know, she's just like telling it like it is. Like, I don't, yeah, she's perfect. And yeah, I don't know. Not off the top of my head, who could have played that better than her. So yeah, she's definitely the real end there. And I'm going to give a little honorable mention to Brandon Perea. Oh, I thought good. he was good. Yeah. I thought he was very, <laughs> I like, now I'm thinking of like what he, like when he was standing outside with them. Was this before or after he installed all the cameras? But he, he was just like, y'all got to tell me what you do. Like, right, you know, yeah. he was just like, please don't be doing anything illegal. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And like I said, when he was like underneath that table with that knife, like he, he was like shook. And I was shook with him. I was like, oh, God, like, I'm so scared. Yeah. I thought he was good. 
Okay, yeah, honorable mention for him. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to touch on in the film that we didn't talk about? Hmm. Well, like I said, overall, uh, during the spoiler-free part, yeah, it's it's like I I walked away kind of not confused. I got the story, but I'm just like, you know, I almost kind of felt like, huh, okay, that was it. It seems too simple. Because knowing Jordan Pill, there's like some sort of underlying something I didn't catch. Like some, yeah. I don't want to say metaphor, maybe a metaphor, maybe a like, you know, what what is this, what is this a, a big, uh, you know, what is he hinting at here? What is he trying to get us to see? I think. Is, I, is there some commentary? If not, that's fine. I don't, you know. I think there's definitely commentary. Uh, I, yeah. I would say if I had to guess, the commentary was like every, our obsession and our obsession and search for fame mm-hmm. uh, is so strong that we are willing to die for it. Mm-hmm. Where Stephen Young, you know, yeah. his character died for it. The cinematographer, like, he, he wanted to get that extra it. shot. Like, they already had it on film, but he's like, I got to get this shot. Yeah. And he goes underneath to get yeah. it. Um, the TMZ cameraman. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, the cameraman, he, came, yeah. he comes yeah. out of nowhere, and then they're like, oh, yes, yeah, don't go. Don't go that way, and he, and then even when he's laying there on the ground, he's like, "Get my camera, get, get my, my camera." Yeah, that was crazy. That and was like, because crazy. he, 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 all he cared about was like the fame, and yeah. and 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 to a lesser extent, OJ and Emerald, like they, they risked their lives to get this shot. But yeah. in the sense, like I kind of understand it because, like, it was it was something that already happened to him. It's like. It's the reason her father died. Right. They were trying to figure out what happened. They were trying to figure out what happened, mm-hmm. and it was, and it happened. It's happening at their ranch, so it wasn't like they went somewhere to, yeah, to seeking this. Seeking yeah. it. It's kind of like there. So they said, "Well, let's take advantage of this." So, but to, yeah. to a lesser extent, um, but I think people generally, mm-hmm. folks in this film, the characters are like, yeah, they're willing to risk their lives in order to obtain that elusive fame and fortune. So I did have a couple extra questions. These are just like, maybe these are part of the questions I need answered. I forgot about these. Um, but what? how do you think that TMZ guy, how did he find out? Like, how, how did he know to go out towards their ranch and then, it seemed like he knew about the cloud. Did, there was no talk about there being a, Cloud on the news or anything, right? When the people, when they were talking about the people, just no, here, they didn't know, they didn't know how, right? So, but I was just wondering how he even like knew. I mean, how does TMZ know anything? That's true. Maybe that's a maybe that's another like that's another thing something. that Jordan Peele is trying to say. Like TMZ just finds out stuff, stuff. you know? Yeah. Like how does TMZ find out about this? Like yeah. maybe that's what he's saying. Because no, it wasn't explained how the TMZ cameraman like yeah. knew. To come out there, knew about the cloud situation, like mm-hmm. and that wasn't or explained. something just up there, I guess. I don't right, know if he knew about that cloud not moving, but like just something up there. That was that was one thing. And then, so this is quickly. Did what did you think about Keith David being in the film so short of a moment? Um, do you I think know. that was? A, do you think it was a waste? He got paid, didn't he? Well, he did get paid, so it's not a waste for him in terms of that. But, like, I mean, you know, he's a great actor, like, you know. Well, no, I mean, I think it's, it, it's important that, I mean, his character's in there for a short time uh, because it's it's the inciting point or inciting moment in, in the film. So, like, mm-hmm. 
in mm-hmm. in screenwriting it's kind of like the inciting point it's like okay this is the point where something happens and sets the story in motion right and his death is what sets the story in so motion so you feel like it was a big moment it was a big moment and it needed a yeah, yeah. Someone known. Yeah, it had to have happened that way because because it also talks about you know how you know OJ and his sister are kind of like you know kind of estranged, and then now that their father's gone, the business is falling by the wayside. Yeah. Um, OJ has to sell the horses. He's right. trying to he's trying to pawn the horses off of Zip because he's like, yeah. well, can we talk about a path to be buying Getting the horses back, back right. from Jupe? <laughs> and at the time, we didn't know it, but yeah. obviously Jupe wasn't going to get those horses back because right, he's, he's, he's using the horses to, the right, to draw out the alien or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think if the father uh, dying or Keith Davis' character yeah. dying was important, and especially like the way he died was... Because it, it, it kind of shows us what, like... Because he wasn't killed, like, directly by the alien. Yeah. He was killed by all the the metal and debris that the that the alien pretty much, like, crapped out. Yeah. Um, after consuming, like, the, the live beans and horses that, that yeah. it consumed. Um, so I think it was... Yeah, he, he definitely had to be die, had to... But the story they were trying yeah. to tell, like he he, he had to be a character that died because it kind of sets everything in motion. Well, yeah, that he died, but like that it was him chosen. Because you know, there's always been people saying like, oh, like why did they get like this, you know, known famous big actor to do this little? Well, bit? I mean, that'd be fair. Some... Keith David isn't that famous. Well, he's but, black yeah, famous. But he's black famous. Sure, he's black he's famous. famous to us. He's famous to us. But no, I mean, it's a, it's a good like role yeah. for him. I mean, yeah, I. I, I I think it was good. Like it was a, it was an important role. It wasn't like Steven Seagal an executive decision. Whereas like they use the marketing and say, oh, it's going to be Kirk, you know, you know, Kurt Russell, Halle Berry, Steven Seagal, and then Steven Seagal died in the first ten minutes of the film. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a thirty-year-old movie, but Steven Seagal died in the first ten minutes of the executive decision, and it was surprising to everyone because you thought he was going to be like the star of the film. Wow. So it wasn't like one of those situations, but I think it was important story to tell, and I'm sure yeah. Keith David doesn't mind because he sure got to he be no, in a good film. No, I'm just film. saying, yeah. I'm asking how you felt about I, And so I just told you, I, I don't, I don't care. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, I was going to also just bring up, too, um, let me see, what was I going to ask about? Okay, so this was more of like, yeah, just in general, with what we're supposed to... Uh, what were we supposed to connect, uh, like the dots that we were supposed to connect in the film? And this was something that I was trying to figure out with the reflections. So the horse sees a reflection, he gets spooked, you know, in the beginning of the film, you know, when they're on set, on the TV set, or whatever whatever it was a set for. But like, you know, they the guy flashes the reflection or whatever that thing he's holding up for the horse if it's spooked it kicks the lady okay then then it was the monkey and i'm wondering was he also spooked by the reflections of those balloons they were those reflective type of balloons and he goes nuts oh so, so you picked up on something so i didn't pick up on that's because i just started well, thinking I, like oh they were reflective balloons well and he went, i think the thing with the monkeys uh, the, chimpanzee. the chimpanzee. Excuse me, the chimpanzee. <laughs> um, 
the, the chimpanzee and the horse and the, the alien, they're all the same, where they're all, you know, animals, beasts, or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they behave as such. So even though the horse may be kind of domesticated, they're using them yeah. for shooting stuff, but you put the horse in a situation and it's uncomfortable for the horse, the horse is going to act like a horse and it's going to right. kick. Right. And the same thing with the chimpanzee. So sure. um, the horse got freaked out by its own reflection. The chimpanzee, you, maybe, you know, maybe it was freaked out by yeah. its own reflection in those balloons. And with the, the alien that's going around, like the alien, if it saw you looking at it, it became right. like, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, I'm, right. I'm going to eat you up. Like that, that seems like that's how it behaved. It, 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 it behaved kind of animalistically, not necessarily like, you know, um, tied to any logic mm-hmm. that we can understand as like higher life forms. But right. and, and, and to us, it seems animalistic, but to them, it's probably like that's how they would behave and how they expect to behave in that situation. Right. I was just remembering too, didn't like, um, uh, OJ said something about that. Like, yeah. look him in the eye or what? Right. See, I kind of blanked out when he said. That. Well, yeah, he was I, saying, "Don't look at, don't look at it." Yeah. He, he, but he, he was referencing something that I can't remember. I thought he was making a reference to like, you know, such as said, "Don't look him in the eye." Like, uh, that's, I don't know. Okay, I kind of blanked out. I think I took yeah. a sip of something. But but he <laughs> said, "Yeah, don't look look at it in the eye." Right. Yeah. So anyway, those were like kind of my final um questions but yeah overall just wrapping up like i think that it it was a like you said earlier well uh directed movie it was the flow of it was really 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 good like it didn't feel choppy i felt like the pace was good um maybe some of the cuts you know i don't know there was some Cuts like the you know jumping between like the showing the TV show like the recap of the TV show and then going well not going back not it was kind of like uh, you see Jupe kind of reflecting yeah. about that that was fine but maybe going before that before like going into the um, I'm trying to remember how that was but there were you know there were just some moments where it just cuts out and the screen is blank and then we see something like. Sometimes those are jarring to me in films. Like, it's not just Jordan Peele, but just, like, sometimes those are just jarring to me to just kind of cut something and then show something different. Um, But overall, I mean, it wasn't, it was, like, one or two times in the movie that was Mm -hmm. whatever. But overall, very, very nice pace, flow. It it was just, it was just really well done. Like I said, that TV show, that was... That was just stellar. The end, also, like them coming up with the plan, going into that was really well done, all the way to the end of the movie. I mean, that's when I was like, it. I was, I was like, up in my chair, like, oh, what is happening? And you know, it was really, really good. So yeah, it was yeah. definitely an, an engrossing film. Like mm-hmm. I said, to me, it was like edge of your seat. Like, you know, I'm into it. Like, mm-hmm. we got the bill, uh, the check for the movie theater. Uh, from the server, yeah, and you know I was going to try to sign it before the film was over, but it was too dark and like I couldn't sign it because like I'm just like that into the film, right? Like, you know, so I, <laughs> I want to hurry up and sign this check before the film is over so we can get out of here. But like the whole time, like I'm just like just en- watch. Yeah. I'm engrossed in the film because it's yeah. like 
wow, this is like really, really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to, you know, keep watching this, keep watching this. So it really brought me in. Yeah. Um, like I said, I I give it a B plus. I I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, I think Jordan Peele, in my opinion, is like three for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three films are are good to me with very yeah. varying levels of good. Like you mm-hmm. know, I I I know a lot of people don't like us, but I I liked us yeah. for the most part. I mean, it, it it wasn't like the best movie, but like I mean, it was. It was good for what I mean. It was kind of scary. Was like Lupita was like amazing. Like, like she should have gotten was a, amazing. an Oscar nomination for that. Like she was so good. I thought that whole cast was really good. Like to be yeah, honest. everyone like all the like, kids, I, like everybody. Yeah, yeah, I think like thinking back to that that's the scene when they see themselves, and that was terrifying. Like I thought they were all really good. I mean, the fact that you have the same people playing these like crazy versions of themselves, right? Masterpiece theater right there. So yeah, I think. Yeah. Three for three, I think all the movies are that he's done are, are, are pretty good, mm-hmm. and I like this one. Yeah, yeah. it's a B plus. Like I'm not gonna tell people like, oh my gosh, it's the best movie. Uh-huh. Go see it. It's like a must see. But it's definitely a good summer flick. Yeah, it's a good. For sure. it's, it's good escapism. Yeah, and it's what's great about it because people complain about the the death of movie go, movie theaters and movie going is that it is an original script original film right it's no pre-existing ip yeah. it's not based on a video game it's not yes yeah. comic books it's not a superhero mm-hmm. it's an original <laughs> thought that yeah. came out of this man's head yeah and for that that's a win for me where it's yeah. like wow like original script is pretty good if you want to see something original yeah and you know tired of so-called superhero movies and comic book movies and, yeah and and you know cartoons and things are based on pre-existing IP, then I think it's a good summer flick to go check out. Yeah, someone made note of that on Twitter also, just saying, like, he should definitely just stick to his own original stuff. Um, I wouldn't say, yeah, he has to. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's proven that he's really good at it. Also, that the fact that he directed, he wrote this, produced it, somebody else needs to take note <laughs> of trying to do all the things um because i think jordan peele does it well yeah and there's someone out there who probably doesn't does not yeah <laughs> we're talking about you tyler oh uh, see <laughs> you, had, you had you had to be petty i wasn't gonna I say anything petty. Oh, but, anyway. um, yeah so yeah that's that's it uh yeah that, wrapping it up that's our thoughts on on nope you um, should definitely go check it out well obviously you have you're listening to this part but yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, but if you haven't checked it out, but you still want to listen, well, you, you still want to go see it. Yeah, yeah go go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you guys, you know, want to give us any comments or feedback, uh, share your thoughts with yes. uh, with us about the film as well. You can find us on Twitter, Just the Two of Us Podcast, or on Facebook. Um, yeah, reach us there and let us know what you guys think, or also let us know what you think about the podcast and rate us, review us on. Google and Apple and, and all your all these different podcast platforms. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and hopefully we will be back again sooner than yeah, later. Yeah, hopefully we won't take another <laughs> eight month break. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks everyone. We'll see you later. Bye.